Hello again, and welcome to our Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I'm your host, Angie Miller, and today we have another tapas style podcast for you. It is going to be two bite-sized segments in one episode, and it's about all things jump rope. So I have a very special guest today who I actually met on Instagram, and she's become a great friend. But her name is Carly, and she is the owner of Gratitude Ropes, and she's also otherwise known as Jump Rope Mom. So I really became infatuated with Carly because I love to watch her jump rope videos, and I was like, I want that girl on my podcast because I want her to talk about all things jump rope. So welcome, Carly. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. I am so stoked to be on here today. I've been following you for a long time as well, ever since I became a certified trainer. So I am very happy to be here. Thank you. All right. So, you know, Carly, you and I have a lot that we're going to dig deep into today. So speaking of tapas style, our first segment of our episode is just going to be about how to turn our passion into profit, because that's exactly what Carly did. And the second part of the episode is going to be what can jump roping do for us as trainers and how can we share it with our clients? So let's deep dive right into that right now. Let's talk about how to turn a passion into a profit because I feel like Carly, there are so many fit pros who are so inspired by something that they did as a kid or something that really makes them wanna put their feet on the floor. And I think it's always a life mission of how do I turn this into a way to change lives globally? And I really feel like you have tapped into that. You've taken this thing that you did growing up. It feels like you came out of the womb doing it. And I would just <laughs> love to know how did you do that? So I guess my first question would be, you know, I'm kind of curious, what age were you when you started jump roping? Um, I actually started jumping rope when I was six years old. Um, I was a gymnast and then also got into jumping rope at school. And uh, it's just been something fun. And I started doing it competitively. I got really good at it. The more you practice, the better you get at things. And um, yeah, and then I've been doing it basically my whole life. And then I stopped a while, obviously, when I was in high school, went to college. And then I picked it back up again after I had my second son um, as a way to stay fit around the house. And it just kind of comes back to you like riding a bike, but it's also just a killer full body workout. So um, yeah, and now it's just been back to me like full circle. It's kind of crazy. Okay. So you came at six years old, you started jump roping. And then as I understand, you know, you started competing, right? So when, how old were you when you actually started competitively jump roping? And how um, does that I, even look? I didn't even know there was such a thing. Oh my God. It's like, yeah, it's really big. Like you travel all over the world doing it. Um, I was eight years old in my first jump rope competition. Um, and then I just kind of I got into double dutch, started doing teams, started traveling around. At that point, I lived in Washington. We traveled to California to do uh, different competitions, and it's a lot of fun. There are some crazy moves. If you guys look at what people are doing today with jump ropes, I mean, you add in gymnastics, backflips, freestyle. Um, it is amazing. Really, really cool hand-eye coordination going down and cardio. <laughs> Yeah. So here you are, you're eight years old. You start competitively jump roping. And how long did you do that? Like how old, how did that journey go? You said you kind of stopped when you went to college. So how many years did you compete? And I'm curious, what's the furthest place you ever traveled when you were doing that competitive jump roping? Um, Florida is the furthest place I ever traveled. I, um, I stopped doing it, I think when I was around 13, uh, because my gymnastics started taking off. So I started doing that full time. Um, 
but I've always done it just for fun. I mean, you'd see me all the time outside my house in the driveway, jumping rope all over the place. Um, but yeah, I probably stopped about 14 and then just did gymnastics. Okay. Those two sports go hand in hand though. I feel like, you know, you just said you're doing backflips with the jump rope. So it sounds like that goes hand in hand. So, you know, fast forward, you go, you go on to college, you get married, you have these two babies. And I'm, I really want to know what, at what point did you decide I want to do more than just, you know, jump rope in my garage and jump rope to keep me fit. I actually want to turn this into a life mission. At what point did you decide to do that and kind of share that journey with us? Yeah. So actually the, how I got back into it, I was going on vacation and um, the hotel we were staying at did not have a gym. And I was like, kind of, you know, me being this fitness freak, I'm like, how am I going to work out? Like, what am I going to do? And then I was like, oh, I, I can bring my jump rope. Like, I want a jump rope. And so I packed my jump rope in my suitcase. And I remember I uh, was jumping rope for exercise out by the pool. And I had a couple other people out there being like, oh, wow, that's a great workout. Do you have any more ropes? Like, I want to try. And so I was like passing my jump rope around. And that moment right there, I was like, oh my God, this is like the missing piece to like exercise on the go. Like you get a full body workout, calorie burn right here. You don't have to go anywhere. You can stay right here by the pool, you know, with a beautiful view or wherever you are in your home, even in your hotel room. But I was like, why aren't more people doing this? Like the amount of calories I burn doing this is far more than like my jogging. It's lower impact and it's fun and challenging. So I was like, I need to teach people this. And I literally just like filmed a video of me jumping rope just for fun. And I posted it and it ended up going viral. And I was like, if people are like, I want to jump rope. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to teach you. And so that was like my turning point where I was like, I want to teach people to do this. And um, me being a busy mom, especially home with my kids, so many of us moms out there are just people at home. They're like, how am I going to get to the gym? I have my kids here. Or how am I going to, I have to work all day. How am I going to fit in a 30 minute workout by the time I drive to the gym and come home? And I'm just like this right here, people need to know, like you can jump rope and I will teach you. You don't need to be super coordinated. You'll learn it over time. Even just a basic jump will get a full body burn in. Um, and that was just like, that was it. And so that video started like me then putting just videos for fun up on YouTube. And I honestly, that's a secret to growing your business is starts with you just literally wanting to help people and just loving what you're doing. And then it just kind of started spiraling. That was like three years ago, three, four years ago. So I was wondering that I was wondering. So that was three or four years ago. You know, what's Mm -hmm. funny is, 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 you know, that's the secret sauce. First of all, when we go on vacation, I think a lot of times our mind resets. I think that when we go on vacation, it's like this cleansing experience and So often when I go away, I kind of have this epiphany where I think about what's working, what's not working, how I want to navigate my life differently. And often I have to get away to figure all that out. And it's kind of funny that you actually were on vacation uh, by the pool and you had this epiphany and you, you actually kind of brought it to life in the moment and realized how people get excited watching somebody do something that looks like something that they would like to do, but they're not sure how to do it. Right. And I probably made it look super easy because people who are good at what they do always make everything look easy. (laughs) So I'm sure they were like, Oh yeah, I could do a a double Dutch with a jump rope, but you know, between under one leg and do a backflip at the same time. Cause look at that girl. So I know. No, I know. A lot of people are intimidated at first, but you just break it down super easy. It's literally something all of us can learn. You don't have to be coordinated. 
I tell people that over and over again. I feel like the biggest battle are people are just, you're worried you're going to trip. Like that's like the hardest part for people to like get over the fact that they might trip in front of someone and it is totally normal. In fact, on my Instagram and all my videos, I do not edit out my trips. I want people to know that it's normal. We all trip and that's how you learn. So, and that's how you also know when you're starting to fatigue is when you start tripping and then you have to pick yourself back up again and get that posture going. Um, which is another great benefit with the jumping rope. Like when you're jogging, you start to get tired, your form starts going down and you don't correct yourself. You don't realize it with jumping rope. As soon as you trip, you're like, Oh, all right. Got to take it back up again. It just keeps you in check too. It's, it's really awesome. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I have several jump ropes and, and oftentimes I'll, you know, pick up my kettlebell, do, you know, 25 swings, grab my jump rope, do a minute of jump roping. And it's exactly right. Because every time I start tripping, I'm like, okay, she's done. So, um, yep. but you know, mine, mine's just the typical jump rope. I don't do anything fancy. There's, there's, there's no fancy need. tricks here. What's that? That's all you need though. That's what I tell people. You don't need to do all the tricks. I mean, if you want to do that and, and have fun and challenge yourself, that's great too. But seriously, just your basic jump is an amazing workout and you'll have fun doing that. Yeah. So I want to reintroduce you, Carly, for people who just come in because everybody tunes in at a different time. So welcome to our Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I'm talking to Carly Kent. She is Jump Rope Mom and she's owner of Gratitude Ropes. And we are talking about how to turn your passion into a profit because that's what exactly what Carly has done. So let's go a little bit deeper here. So you're on this vacation and you have this epiphany. You get home, you post this video on YouTube. It goes viral. <laughs> By the way, everybody says it goes viral. And I'm always like, what exactly is that? But anyway, I mean, I know that it means that a bunch of people saw it. But yeah. so you you get all this recognition for jump rope and you're like, this is it. I want to teach people how to jump rope. So yeah. take us a little bit through this journey. How does this become then a, a business model, so to speak? Um, where's, where's it gone from there? Um, you know, so I just kind of dove right into it. I started, there's so many things, especially when we want to start our own business that we think we need to get done. And honestly, you just need to start somewhere. Um, and so I just started with what I knew. And that is I'm a fitness instructor. I know how to jump rope and I'm just going to incorporate it in there um, in the simplest way possible. So I just started um, doing home workouts, integrating jumping rope as a cardio. Um, and I just started uploading them on YouTube. Honestly, my first videos, I literally die when I see them. <laughs> like we all do, you know, when you first start out, you can look back and be like, Oh my gosh, but you got to start somewhere. Do not let that stop you. Um, there's many times I was going to delete those, but I just kept them up. Um, anyway, I just started uh, posting videos on YouTube and then I'd also just start sharing them on my social media and just doing freestyle. Um, and then I would just start asking questions with my audience, kind of understanding what it is that people want to learn and just kind of niching down exactly on who my target person is and who I want to help. Um, and that's, that's kind of where it starts to grow. You really just kind of niche down and figure out who it is exactly that you want to help and, um, and just tailor your workout and programs to that person, um, one step at a time. So it started with the workouts and then I'd start posting stuff on YouTube and I'd start asking questions and I start learning what people are struggling with and what they are worried about jumping rope. And then I would do tutorials on that. Um, and just start with that. And then uh, later down the road, I wanted to come up with my own jump rope line. And, and that's what I did. But I, it took me nine months because I took back the feedback of what people wanted and what I truly believed is, you know, the best solution for what I was teaching um, and kind of develop that and put that together. Um, and then it just all comes, you know, just kind of all just falls in place kind of organically in a way, but um, yeah, it's, it's a long journey, but um, you just do one step at a time. 
and you'll get there at your own pace when you're ready for it. Yeah. And you know, I hear a few things in there. Number one, I hear you have to let go of fear. You have to let go of all this self-doubt and you have to just post something like you have to get it up there. You've got this passion. You've got this talent. You put it up there in YouTube and you say, here it is. It's raw. It's organic. It's not, it's, I'm, it's not edited. This is just me. I'm showing you what I love. And I really think that that actually speaks to people is that authenticity. And I'm glad that you actually didn't take those down because I think that that's really important. And um, so I hear that you overcame your fear. I hear yes. that you kept it raw and organic and authentic. And then I hear that you you actually had to niche down and really figure out who is your market. Because I imagine that um, a really cute girl jumping on, uh, <laughs> and you and I talked about this, so I can say it, on, on Instagram and YouTube probably drew an audience that necessarily wasn't really your audience. And so, like you said, you had to kind of niche down. And I feel like that might be, I, I don't know, I haven't asked you this, but I feel like that might be how you came up with Jump Rope Mom. It's kind of like saying, look, I'm talking to moms here and uh, I am a mom. And so my audience is moms. And this is who I want to share my, my love with, right? Yeah, that's kind of exactly how it happened. Um, especially when you're starting something, we all want like, we don't want to turn anyone away. We want as many customers or as many clients if you're a fitness pro out there. We don't want to like, we try to tailor to everyone. And in reality, if you really want to grow and get good at what you're doing, you need a niche down and you will start attracting the, that target customer the more focused you are on them. And so when I first started, my whole thing was from the beginning, I wanted to really help other moms or just busy people at home you know, get fit with, they have their kids or they're working or whatever, you can still find a way to, to do your workout. But yeah, when I first started out, I um, definitely had a lot of men following me, which is fine. And I need them. I need them too. But um, that wasn't quite my target customer. And I was too afraid to talk about certain things like that women struggle with um, jumping rope or just like finding the time because I didn't want to turn them away. You know, I didn't want to turn them off, but I realized that I'm not going to turn off those people, but I'm going to attract more of the people that I'm here to help. I believe that I'm really here to help um, when I niche down and really focus in on who it is my target customer and don't be scared to lose some people. You will lose some people along the way and that's fine. Um, but yeah, don't be scared of that. Just stay focused on what you know you're good at, what you believe in, and you will attract those people without a doubt. And it's scary. Now I'm saying this so freely and I had to definitely convince myself so many times. I mean, almost daily, you know, like, okay, I'm doing the right thing, doing the right thing. Just stay focused on what you're doing. It will come. Yeah. And I love that because, because you're right. I think that niching down means that you, you know, sometimes we try to speak to everybody and we speak to nobody. And, yeah. and I know that a lot of us as fit, as fitness educators, we're famous for that. Sometimes people ask me, you know, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't know how to answer that question because, you know, it's like, well, how long do you have? So we do a lot of different things. We dip our toes in a lot of different pools. And then somebody goes to ask us what we do and we do a lot of different things. But when you have this business and this is your bread and butter and this is your passion, it's, it's about saying, you know what, it's okay if I drop a few audience members along the way because I want to cultivate the main audience that means the most to me. And, uh, and eventually that audience will grow and I'm going to speak to a community of people that I really, really want to speak to because this is my message. And in fact, save that whole thought about women and what, what women are concerned about, because we're going to talk about that in our next segment. But, but you're right, because I think that some of that is, is very specific to women. 
but there's one other thing that I kind of want to tap into, and it's it's more on a, a personal level. I feel like you had something that happened in your life that you have talked about that sort of um, was also a driver for you that made you say, if I'm ever going to do this, if I'm ever going to make my way in this space, and I'm really going to make a name for myself, um, there was a real driver for you to kind of build your brand. I think I read about it. You were in one of the uh, local San Diego newspapers or something where you talked about that. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this all goes to play. Don't let fear uh, get in the way. I, um, the kind of kicker to starting my own jump rope line, I kind of was dragging it along because I was worried that I wasn't going to be successful doing it. Um, but actually right for lockdown, I had a bunch of things just hit me. I, um, went through a divorce. I lost my home. I had to find a new job. Um, and I just had all these things hit me at once. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Like at this point, I'm not going to let fear hold me back. When I feel like when you are truly passionate about something that you know is going to help other people, you're going to end up being successful one way or another. Just don't just keep going with that. If you know you're going to help people and you know you're passionate about it, and that's what I had. And I'm like, I'm just going to go with this. And I know I have this jump rope that I've been working on and I know people are going to love it. And I literally love everything about it as well. And it's going to help with workouts and help with strength training, all this stuff. So I just had to go after that. And I was like, all right, at this point, like, what do I have to lose? I'm definitely going to lose if I don't try to go for it. So I'm just going to go for it. So yeah, I launched my own jump rope line um, in April or no, I started really working on it in April and then it launched actually just last October. It took me that long to make sure, you know, I had everything going along, but um, yeah, so that was uh, my driver. It's just like, no matter what life throws at you, um there is always like some type of you, you got to find the gratitude in life and you got to just like look for what's working and just kind of feed off of that um there's always little wins um going on and for me jumping rope was like my win i would like had a lot of great stuff going on in life but jumping rope and seeing all like my followers and people being like stoked and um inspired by what i was doing kept me going so i was very thankful for that and so it's just the tiny little wins that kind of help you get through those hard times um and that's what you need to go with just don't let fear hold you back that is like oh my gosh that is like the killer of everything is fear and you just gotta go for it that's what life's about. And if you are strong about what you're passionate about and know that you're going to help people, it will work out one way or another. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really glad and I appreciate you sharing that story with us. I know that's a difficult story to share, but some of that is what really drew my heart to your heart is realizing that your story came from such a, a an authentic place is, is you really did what I always talk about, which is focus on what's working, not what's not working. And you yeah. really did focus on gratitude and you really did take all of that and say, look, you know what, right now there's a lot of things not working, but I have this thing that's always worked for me and I'm going to use it and I'm going to make the most of it. And like you said, I think that when you have a passion and your mission is authentic, it's always going to work out one way or another. And so yeah. I really commend your courage in sharing that. And I think that that is such an important part of your story that um because it really speaks to your courage it really speaks to who you are it speaks to right here and so i love you for that so you know what if we were on sports center the bells would be ringing right now or i don't know and they'd be saying hey hold on this segment is over so we need to move on so 
Carly, let's move on to our second segment. So again, I'm speaking to Carly Kent. She is the owner of Gratitude Ropes and she's Jump Rope Mom on Instagram. And uh, Carly and I just talked about how to turn your passion into a profit. And now we are going to talk about how to use Jump Rope to, you know, how to bring this to fit pros in the fit pro community. And, and what can we do as trainers to use Jump Ropes with our clients? And so Carly, one of the first things I really want to know is what's the youngest and what's the oldest person you've ever taught to jump rope? <laughs> okay, so the youngest is probably four years old. Um, okay. I do recommend starting them at six years old, though. That's kind of where kids start to really get the hand-eye coordination connection. Uh, but they are super fun at four years old. And, um, yeah, you, you can teach them. But six is what I would say to start them at. Um, I actually have a funny story with um, the, old, for the oldest jump roper. Um, she's actually in the Guinness Book of World Records. I uh, was at a jump rope competition last year before this whole lockdown came um and i was judging her and she is 76 years old um judas ann if you find her on instagram she is so amazing she um was the oldest jump roper there and she competed and she's now in the guinness book of world records uh, but it just goes to show like oh my god 76 years old can still jump rope it's actually a very low impact activity um you can go at your own pace but yeah she is so rad and um yeah she's in great shape and she is jumping up every day on our instagram you can see her on there um uh, but yeah 76 that's the oldest Okay. Awesome. And you know, it goes to show, like you said, jump roping really is a low impact sport and especially if done properly, right? If you, you soften the knees and you keep your form and your posture um, up to par, then it actually really is a low impact sport. And so, but, and, and again, it's great. It's great um, hand-eye coordination and it's great cardio. I mean, so uh, it kicks my butt. I'm telling you one minute kicks my butt. So when I watch you on Instagram, I'm like, wait, hold on. When are you breathing? So, um, so that's your oldest and your youngest person. Um, but let's get to something that you kind of talked about in the first segment. And, and I, I really want to come back to that because you and I have talked about it because one of the first things that women say, because I used to bring out jump ropes in a fitness class that I used to teach and women always, the first thing out of their mouths is I'm going to pee my pants or what if I pee my pants? Because women, after they've had babies, let's be real here. Sometimes that is a big concern. So what's your thought on that? Uh, yeah, so our pelvic floor muscles, uh, regardless if you have babies or not, they, you know, they start to weaken over time. So it's a muscle. Good news is it's a muscle and you can build it back. So we got to build it back regardless if you have kids or not. You are, it, it starts to, if you aren't using it, um, it gets weaker over time. I tell people my first question is, well, can you lightly jog without peeing your pants? And a lot of times they'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, if you can jog lightly without peeing your pants, you could jump rope. Now, here's the secret to it. You want to do alternating foot, which is right, left, right, left, like you're jogging when you're jumping rope. is a lot better on our pelvic floor muscles than it is jumping two feet together if you have concerns that you're going to pee your pants, okay? Um, so instead of jumping two feet together, you're going to do alternating foot, right, left, right, left, 90 percent of women that helps all of them okay so then the 10 percent that may still be leaking um then you're going to want to work on your pelvic floor muscles which are some really great exercises for that um just making sure that you urinate before you exercise and then if you can first thing in the morning um because you know your bladder is not full but don't let that deter you from trying to jump rope like um i remember after i had my first child and i went to a trampoline park and i started jumping and i was like whoa what is going on here um because just like the impact but jumping rope it's not 
that high of an impact if you're doing it right, left, right, left on a mat and jumping on the balls of your feet, you should be good. And if you are leaking, then that is a sign that you need to build those muscles. So use it as a way to get started to start working on those muscles. Um, but don't let that be scared. When I teach classes and I tell instructors that want to start teaching, first thing I do just so people are not nervous is just rule that out. Hey, it's okay if you think you're going to pee your pants. Let me help you just to like you know, clear the air so people aren't getting nervous, especially women. Um, and if you are worried about it, just wear black leggings. Like, it's totally fine. Just don't wear purple. Don't wear, you know, the color that you can see when you sweat or you can just say it's sweat, but wear black leggings. I'm always wearing black leggings just in case, but I also sweat a lot too. So um, that's another thing. So dark leggings, ladies. All right. <laughs> dark you know leggings, what it's very leggings and pelvic floor exercises. You know, it's very true. Like if you have those really cute pink, uh, pink, uh, leggings or okay. white leggings, yeah, probably not, probably not. Well, so not but you know what? even if you're running, you're going to get what, you know, it's sweat, yes. whatever. Absolutely. But you know, I love that you shared that the right, left, right, left. I think that's huge. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I really wanted to bring this up because I really do feel like a lot of women, this is a very big concern, but I also think that it's about technique too, because like you said, if you're staying light, if you're staying on the balls of your feet, if you're using your core, if you're jumping properly, you probably shouldn't be having a severe problem. But I, I have a funny tip for, for everybody here. It's not funny, haha, but it's something that actually works. Speaking of that, um, I, I have a big, basin and so when I come home I immediately strip my fitness clothing and I put it in a basin full of water with a little bit of vinegar because vinegar kills smells if you've ever had a cat who's had a problem you learn right away that vinegar kills smells so <laughs> I um I always soak my fitness clothing in a little bit of vinegar and water a because it helps to hold the color but it also helps to eliminate smell so there you go like you said we're dark leggings and then soak it in vinegar when you get home but um and then I really Yes, I, I love it. So um, I'm really glad you shared that. But we have a, a question. It looks like somebody has posted a question. And so I think that we are going to address that question as well. Um, so this person is wanting to know, RJ is wanting to know, you said it's low impact, but what about people with weak or bad ankles? So what would you say to that? I would definitely want to build that up. I would have them start shadow jumping and jumping on a mat um, and then making sure that you're wearing shoes that have really great ankle and foot support. Um, because with jumping rope, like especially if you're just starting out, you want to start like no more than 30 seconds at a time because they, it is muscles that we don't work very often in our ankle and foot. So if it's not something that you've been conditioning, you know, say you're a boxer or or tennis player or something like that, um, you definitely want to make sure that you're building those muscles up, at least getting them warmed up before you start doing a lot of jumping rope. Um, so yeah, just doing shadow jumping, which is jumping without the jump rope, doing it on a mat, and then really great shoes for foot and ankle support. Okay, I'm glad you explained what shadow jumping was because for a minute there I had to think about it. So yeah, so just jumping without an actual jump rope and then- and Exactly, then and that's that something I also start my classes with. If any trainers are out there that wanna get their classes into doing that, um, definitely have your class start shadow jumping. It also just helps them just kind of get used to the, um, the rhythm of their jump and all of that before they start jumping over the rope. So many people are worried about tripping in front of other people. And when you can start out just having everyone shadow jumping, they feel lot more comfortable when they get into actually jumping rope. Half of the battle is people seriously embarrassed they're going to trip in front of somebody and that holds them up. 
Yeah, I, I agree. But that's a fear thing again. I mean, I think that people are always conscientious of how they jump rope or, or how they do anything in front of other people. And I think that what we forget is that as a rule, you know, I hate to break it to everybody, but as a rule, nobody in the room is paying attention to you because they're paying attention to themselves, right? So for all of the worry and concern that we have that other people are watching us, I think we often forget that they're generally watching themselves. So they haven't even seen what we're doing. Or if in fact, we, um, we do something absolutely ridiculous, you know what I think they're thinking is oh thank goodness because now if I do it I won't feel alone right yeah. so yeah I, I think that, like an icebreaker yeah yeah it definitely is so we have another question so uh, let's see what okay. this let's see what this question is all right so um it is what about my what about my knees are they going to get hurt so I kind of feel like we kind of talked about that that you know we, we talked about the knees and the ankles and and I'll let you maybe just revisit that or go back over that if we feel like we want to expand on that a little bit. Yeah, again, so to make it low impact, it's actually really low impact on your knees. Um, you want to have your knees slightly bent and you're going to be jumping on the balls of your feet no more than one to two inches off the ground. That's all you need to jump and it's not, it's going to be very low impact. Um, just make sure your knees are slightly bent on the balls of your feet and your knees should be good. Um, you know, as long as you don't have anything else going on, but um, for the majority of us with no knee issues to begin with, um, just make sure you're doing it on a mat and um, keeping it low impact. Okay. I love that. You know, uh, just no more than one to two inches. I think that that's a big yeah. thing with jump roping. Not that I would, you know, not that I'm any jump rope expert. Remember, I can only just do, you know, basic jump roping, but I do think that people overwork it sometimes. It's like with oh, yeah. anything, it's like, it's like swinging a kettlebell. There's a lot of timing and execution. I feel like that's involved in jump roping. It's just, it's a skill. And, uh, and that has to do with timing and execution and not overworking it. Right. You, you only need to lift yourself slightly up off the floor, right. Just enough yeah. to, to, to skim under there, right? Exactly, yeah. Other, If you go any higher than that, you're just wasting energy. Um, we want to try to save as much energy as we can to keep those workouts longer. So, um, yeah, one or two inches off the ground is all you need. Okay. So, you know, Carly, as far as Fit Pros bringing jump ropes to the fitness community and sharing it with their clients, um, what would you think is... I mean, the biggest thing that comes to my mind is fun. It, is it is it makes fitness fun. I mean, we are so interested in, in making sure that our clients get safe, effective workouts, which is our number one rule. Yeah. But I think sometimes we forget that we can we can do that, but it can also be fun. And so what comes to my mind when I think of jump roping is it is so darn fun. But what else do you think are the benefits of fit pros bringing jump roping to their clients, even if it's in small segments, you know, adding another tool to their toolbox? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's one of the best ones. It's um, effective, it's efficient. You're gonna burn more calories jumping rope than you in 20 minutes than you would in a jog. Um, you can take it anywhere. You can take it to the park. You could do it at home. I mean, it's portable. You can put it in your car, in your backpack, wherever it is. And then nowadays with gyms being closed or people wanting to jump rope outside, um, it's literally the best effective workout. You're gonna burn so many calories. It's gonna help strengthen your glutes, your calories, it's going to help tone those. It's full body workout. If you add in a weighted jump rope, you're going to start pulling in a lot of your back muscles, your triceps. Um, it's literally endless and it's just like easy to take anywhere, anytime. Um, and then also be six feet apart. Otherwise you're going to hit people with the rope. So you're automatically spaced, you know, if in case you're worried about anything, um, it's just like the most ideal workout. And I know I'm like jump rope mom saying that, but I mean, it really is like, you could just do it anywhere. All you need 30 second burst of jumping rope. And then you can start doing bodyweight exercises, throwing some weights and you are like golden.
Yes. You might be a little biased, but you know what? You you sold me. If that was a I mean, commercial right honest, now. I, I think people know that. I, like, literally, I just, my mind's blown. I'm like, why do you have a big treadmill? Why do you have a bike? Like, just your jump rope is, and it's so fun. Like, it's seriously yeah. fun. And it challenges you. It keeps you quick on your toes. It helps your brain function. I mean, people in sports, if they wanted the better hand-eye coordination, I teach tennis clubs over here, um, help train them. The baseball team's doing it now for my son. Like, they all do it before because it just helps get their mind and everything connected before they go out and do any sport, honestly. It's so, yeah. so good. All right, it's, like, awesome. really the most under underrated, like, exercise, I would say, that's going on. At least last year, it's been picking up a lot more. But, like, I'm telling you guys, jumping rope is where it's at. I think, you know what, you sold me. And and I love the portability. It's it's the same thing with exercise bands. I love packing exercise bands yeah. in my luggage when I go on vacation because the portability, the ease of use, the the multifunctionality, being able to work every muscle. And I feel like what you're saying with jump rope is, is it's all the same, especially if you use the weighted rope. I just love the portability aspect and the simplicity yeah. of it and the fact that everybody can do it. So we have a couple more questions. Let's see if we can grab a couple okay. more questions, Carly. All right. So let's see what we've got. All right. So there's different types of jump ropes. What type do you recommend? Hold on. I've got the answer. I think they're called gratitude ropes. <laughs> yes. I am here. I am being biased. Um, I mean, I'm assuming that this question is for somebody that wants to work out and do it for cardio. Um, and that's what my own line gratitude ropes is. Um, I would say a PVC jump rope is the best. And then if you, when you can switch out the weights is where you're going to see the best outcome for your body. Anytime we can switch up, making things heavy or light easier um, is the best. And so I love uh, my own ropes. They are uh, PVC ropes coated with wire and um, you get different weights. So I'll start out, I'll do like an endurance jump rope for a minute with my light rope and then I'll switch to my heavy rope for 30 seconds um, back and forth. But um, just like a PVC jump rope, you guys, if you, if you don't want anything fancy and you just want to Get started and see if you like it. Start with just a PVC jump rope. Um, it's like a middle ground weight and it is really, really great for cardio, for outside, on the go, um, easy to store. Okay, awesome. You know, I haven't ordered one from you yet. That's going to be on my bucket list when we have I'm sending one to you. <laughs> so I think we have one more question, Carly. Let's see what we've got. All right. I love questions. I think questions are so exciting. I'm down. <laughs> All right. It's like being on a game show. Um, how long should you jump rope a day? Well, if it's me, it's one minute and I'm tapped out. So how about you, Carly? <laughs> um, oh my gosh. So that is a question. I mean, it varies with everyone. If you were just starting out to jumping rope, I would start with 30 seconds, um, 30 seconds on 30 seconds off, and then just kind of gauge yourself of how you feel. Um, you want to give yourself at least a day rest in between, because again, your ankle and calf muscles are ones that we don't use on the daily. Um, and they will get sore and you don't want shin splints. Um, so to avoid getting shin splints, start slow 30 seconds at a time and gradually work your way up. I personally, um, I do 30 minute workouts and I like to do one minute or 90 second intervals of jumping rope. And then I'll do one minute uh, body weight exercises or I'll use weights in between that. Um, if I'm doing a freestyle, I'll jump all the way up to like five, six, seven minutes nonstop, take a minute break and then keep going. I don't suggest that for anyone that's not already jumping rope, but it's definitely something you can get to. But 30 seconds at a time um, or one minute is really, really great intervals. 
Okay, perfect. I like that. Like I like that a lot. And, and plus it just adds a little bit more fun, a little bit more entertainment. And if you can learn different skills and drills, I imagine that, like you said, if you go freestyle, because you know so many different ways of jumping rope, I'm sure that you can uh, tailor that to where sometimes it's more intense, sometimes it's less intense. So, yes. you know, once again, I was speaking to Carly Kent today and she is jump rope mom. She's owner of Gratitude Ropes. And uh, we had this full discussion on how to, you know, turn your passion into profit and then also what we as fit pros can, how we can implement jump rope into helping our clients. So I really appreciate the discussion with you, Carly. I appreciate all of you tuning in. And if you don't catch us live, be sure to tell people that they can listen to the audio version on Spotify and they can also listen to the audio version on Apple Podcasts. And I'm going to shamelessly say too, that if you enjoy it, don't forget to rate it. Okay. So, um, so I'm Angie Miller and uh, you can reach out to me. You can ask us questions on Facebook. You can reach out to me on my website, Angie Miller Fitness. And on Instagram, I'm Angie Miller Fit. Carly, you are at Jump Rope Mom. And are you at Jump Rope Mom on your Facebook as well as Instagram? I am, yeah. Just Jump Rope Mom Facebook on YouTube. And then you can see my ropes at gratituderopes.com. Perfect. So thank you all again for joining us. I hope that you jump your way into the weekend. Carly, much love to you. Much love to everybody. Stay safe, be well, and we will see you next week.